podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Well, we've made it back for a second week. Uh, welcome to the Round the Boards podcast uh, with myself, Nathan Bunting, and I'm joined once again by Rob Ludlow and Kane Watt. Evening, guys. How are we doing? Very good, mate. Very good. Buzzing. Um, I really enjoyed last week, and it looks well. Hopefully, everyone that listened to it enjoyed it. But yeah, happy to be uh, happy to be back. Just echoing the words that Rob said. Yeah, it's uh, you've good. not blo- you've not blown away in the wind this week, have you, Kane? Uh, uh, almost, almost, but we're here, just about. Yeah, uh, just to again echo what Rob was saying. Um, fantastic feedback that we've received after the show last week. Um, it, we really do appreciate all the comments that we've had. Um, it's the first venture for us into the podcast world, and we're we're really happy that everyone's enjoyed it. Um, the, the SGP preview went down really well and hopefully it's caused debate in households. Um, but tonight, episode two, we talk about the National Development League and a preview. Um, and then we also will have an interview with Alfie Botel, who will discuss his career, uh, his thoughts on the season and also some quick fire questions that we're going to throw at all our guests that are on this season. So let's move straight into into the uh, National Development League and let's just take a look back into last season. Um, obviously, uh, a smaller league last year, um, National Development League, topped by Mildenhall last year. And interestingly, uh, bottom of the league was Leicester, um, who, for me, have a very strong team this year. I don't know what your thoughts are, guys. Don't mind the team. It's a very strong top two with uh, Joe and Dan Thompson again. I didn't actually expect Dan to be there with his average being that high. Um the midline has a lot of potential. Connor Coles, I think he's a lot better than a six. Tom Spencer came in a lot last year. thought he was a bit higher than a 5.5. And then the three youngsters, Mickey Simpson, Vinnie Ford and Max Perry at the bottom end. You know, it, there's not much pressure on them at the moment, I would say. But so, I, I they think can Max, go as far as they want to. Max, Max Perry is an interesting one for me. I've um, I managed to see some videos of him last season, actually. Um, and for me, he doesn't look like a three-point rider, which I, I'm guessing he'll come in on this season. And I can see him easily adding a couple of points, if not more, onto his seat, uh, average uh, I, by the end of the season. I, I, admit, I haven't actually seen him, but I have heard he is quite good. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he is quite good. So, yeah. And I think... Um, before we delve in too far, I think it's interesting that you say, uh, I think we share an opinion that we pro- we probably share, all share a naivety towards the National League, um, which is which is a horrible thing to say. This Speak is, for this, yourselves. This, this, <laughs> this, is, this is the Development League and this is where all, all the hotbed hot of uh, English talent starts from. And um, I know me, Kane and uh, Rob have expressed a, a big interest in visiting a lot of tracks this year um, to see some of these guys because it's important that we support the guys in this league. As as it is, it's a national development league, so it'll be good to see some of these riders develop. And I think Max Perry is certainly someone who falls into that category. Without a doubt. I think he'll be one of the most improved reserves this season. And then just looking at the um, looking at the Mildenhall team then... Um, Obviously, top the league last year. Um, had some. They've lost uh, Jordan Jenkins um, and Sam Hagen. Have obviously moved on to Oxford this season. Um, but they, but they've still got uh, Ryan Kinsley um, and Jason Edwards um, in their team this year. How do you rate their side? Um, well, Ryan Kinsley. He had a really good season last year in the National League. I think he 
may have been a little bit disappointed with the championship, but you know, he didn't have much, he didn't start the season there, so it was sort of like catch up sort of thing. And then the bad um, situation with the bikes as well. Yes. But, um, yeah. I, I think he could easily be one of the top riders in the league, as for Jason Edwards as well. You know, Jason had a really good season last year in both leagues. Um, and then they've got it's the same thing, it's really good youngsters with like Elliot Kelly and Sam Baby. Yeah, someone. I mean, Elliot Kelly, somebody that I've seen. Um, obviously, he was yeah, he was local, on yeah. Kings Lynn, so I've seen a little bit of Elliot Kelly as well. Um, so I know he's got some potential as well this season. I do like the Alex Spooner number three as well. I, I'm glad he got a spot after missing out at the start, possibly the entire season last year. I can't quite remember. And then Josh Warren number seven as well with Luke Muff, uh, two three point reserves, who. I would say better than the average again. I think um, there's there's more interesting teams uh, knocking about, and I think it's worth just going through uh, through the remainder of them. And we, I, I want to look at uh, obviously Armadale is one we can't look at too much at the moment. Obviously they've got Danny Phillips, they've got Tom Woolley. Um, I'm expecting um, Gregor Miller, Liam Miller, uh, potentially. Yeah. Lewis Miller. Liam Miller. Sorry, Lewis Miller. Yeah. Uh, William Lawson and um, your friend. I don't want to pronounce his name because you two keep taking George Rothery. So I called him Rothery. <laughs> Rothery. So obviously these are guys that have that had a good season and will potentially all be retained by Armadale. Um, but then if we move on to Bellevue as well, to the, in fact there's there's a few riders in that Bellevue type side that that stick out for me. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm looking at the McGurks and Archie Freeman. Yeah, uh, I'll let Rob have a go. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think. Yeah, with the, I think there's plenty of again, as as you say with the other teams, there's plenty of, of potential in that in that team there. I think they've. I, th- I think Jack Smith is is a pretty reliable reli- reliable scorer down in the in the National League, um, and obviously he's got plenty of experience of racing at Bellevue as well. Um, Jack Parkinson Blackburn, I think, is a good signing. Um, It'd be interesting to see see how well he goes. So I think he had a uh, a bit of a break from Speedway, so um, it'd be it'd be interesting to see if, how well he, he comes back doing that. But yeah, I I I, I think Bellevue look a pretty handy side to be fair. And I then, would just oh, on, quickly, okay. I would just like to say that um, I'm I'm sure most of the fans are aware, but Jack Parkinson Blackburn did lose his equipment in a fire, not uh, not too long ago, and there was a donation page set up somewhere. I'm sure you will find it on social media, and I would advise if you have the money to, you know, put it towards that because he has lost quite a bit, and you don't want to see a rider go out that way. No, yeah. no, that's not. Um, yeah, it's not what you want from from especially from young riders down in in the in the national league. It's mm. yeah, they can ill afford to lose equipment. So if, yeah, it's definitely a good cause to put some put some money spare money to if you've got it. Well, if we if we can if we can grab that link, I'm sure um, we can put it on our Facebook and Twitter pages at Round the Boards Podcast and at RTB underscore Cast, um, just to help out wherever we can, and we can share it around. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, Definitely so need to be putting that. Just moving um, moving across to Berwick next, we've got um, uh, Kyle Bickley, who I believe will be their number one next year, um, and Greg Blair, who's an experienced rider. Um, and then a new, a, nice, a new name in there, Ace Piper, who was third in the 250cc British Youth Championships last year. And, and they seem to have quite a strong 
team after that. Um, I think um, a name that's, that I've not seen anywhere, but I believe a sign for Berwick is Mason Watson. Uh, Kane might be able to tell me more, but I believe he has signed on for this season. Um, I'm quite certain he has. It's It's been announced on the social medias, but it's not confirmed through the official websites yet. So it's sort of just a waiting game at the moment, I think, for it to finally be finalised. But I couldn't see it being turned down, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. So then, um, just... Um, Oh, there's another side that are yet to complete um, their team, which is Oxford. Um, first off, great to see Oxford back in the league again after so many years out. There's been a great effort to restore the track over the over the pre-season. So it's fantastic to have them back in the Championship and the National Development League. And I, I look forward to, to visiting Oxford. It's a track that I've never been to, so it's one that I'd like to tick off as well. Um, and they're led by Jordan Jenkins this year, who they've got from, as I said before, they've signed for Mildenhall as well as Sam Hagen. And um, I'm probably going to show my age now. Um, there's a name at the bottom there, Jacob Clouton. I believe his dad was Savalas, who yeah. I watched in the very early 90s. So it's now getting to that point where I recognise names in teams through their dads rather than through the riders themselves. <laughs> no, I, I do like the Oxford team so far. It's a very, very good looking top four or five. You just have to wait and see who them reserves are. Yep, it'll be interesting to see where they are. I must, I'll, I'll probably point out, we're going to save our predictions until the Armadale team and Oxford teams are confirmed. We're going to we're going to launch a show um, just before the season starts with our predictions for the three leagues. Um, but we just want to we, we want to make sure that the teams are full before we decide on where we're going with that one. Another team um, is Plymouth. Um, led by Dan Gilks, who had a fantastic season in the UK last year, but also on the continent as well. Um, I remember he, and I believe we all watched it actually, he was riding in a meeting with Drew Kemp and Anders Rowe um, in a European under 21, was it? I think so. Yeah, I think it was. Was it the pairs? I think it was. Yeah, I think Latvia won in the end, didn't they? But um, I think... um, those three come come third in the end and had a fantastic meeting. Might have even been second, actually. But yeah. um, it's, it's good that, that, that these guys are now proving themselves on the continent. And with this under-24 rule in Poland, uh, it's given guys more time on the continent to go and gain more experience. Yeah, uh, it's a really good thing what the team GB are doing now. They're really looking down the levels to bring up our talent and it's, it's what we've been calling out for for years. It's, it's finally good to see it going in the right direction. Long may it continue. Yeah, I think the, uh, the, the I think they've been doing pre-season sort of training camps for the younger riders as well, which is yeah. it, you know it, it sounds like it's, it's common sense, but it, it's something that I think's been lacking in British Speedway in previous years. So for them to be to to, to put a lot of focus and attention on on the younger riders, um, I, I think it can only be good. You know, we've we've just won. We've just won a world a world cup or a speedway of nations, I should say. Um, you know, putting focus down, especially in the in the in the bottom division, is it's only going to bear fruit in a few years. I think, um, as you said, with the under 24s, I think Jack Smith has got a ride in the one of the Polish top top Most teams. Long, I think it is. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think it is. I was going to say Emil Gorzhov, but um, yeah, as you, you know, these riders getting experience of, of those tracks, they, that sort of professional setup. It, 
can only be even if they even if they're around some of the top top boys, especially as you said with with Rockslab, they've got GP riders coming out of their ears. So if they can um, if you can take some of that on board, it's it's only going to make British speedway better. So I think it's it seems like common sense to be doing these things, but it, it's nice that they've been doing them. They they've, they've started doing them finally. Yeah. Another interesting name of Plymouth is uh, Ben Trigger, who was British Youth Champion last year. So he'll be keen to kick on at Plymouth. I know we had a season at Leicester last year, I believe, but uh, he'll be starting uh, down at reserve, I believe. Um, so he'll be looking to kick on just like when we were mentioning about Max Perry. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how he goes in the early stages of the season. I think there's another rider there as well who I wouldn't class him as the same area with like the incoming riders. But, uh, Henry Atkins, yeah, he's a lot better than it, five eight six, but his season last year was more completely off with a really bad shoulder injury. Yeah, so I, I think the, if you look on paper, the, on the averages, it doesn't look very good. But when you look more into the names, I think that team could really do some serious damages here. Yeah, it's just to wait and see. Well, yeah, nothing's won on paper, is it? That's, that's that's really it's quite true and um when we move on to the predictions on a later show um i'm sure we'll all come up with different opinions on how we think teams will do but as we know it only takes one injury for for a season to be destroyed um yeah so one rider that um a name that's that i've seen crop up and i've seen him ride as well um and i, I believe he turns 15 in uh, june time is luke harrison um, I don't know if anyone's got him lined up to come in, um, but when he turns 15, I think he's one to watch. For sure. Whether it be this year or next, or next, but I would assume it would be 2023 at the latest. So, if, if I can, I'm not going to, we, we will have some predictions. I'm not going to put it on the line to you guys. So, rather than the league itself, I think we've got the main hitters in this league. So, Who's for you? Who's going to top? Double question. Who's going to top the averages this season, and who's going to be the one to watch? Kane, I'll come to you first. Um, I think topping the averages could be tricky. To there's a few riders that you could say will be up there, like John Jenkins. The ones at the top already, like Dan Jarks, Dan Thompson, Joe Thompson. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for a really bog standard answer and, and say Dan Jarks be number one closely followed by Dan Thompson. But I think a name that might not be mentioned too much that will be up there, I'm going to say Jack Smith. Because I, I, I honestly think you, you get the best out of him at Bellevue. The team itself, think, there is no pressure whatsoever. Do you think he's not got some added pressure on him? Being, You look at the rest of the team, you've got Jack Smith on that average. Are they all looking to him to score the points? Again, I think... If you look at the averages, you would say yes, but the McGurks, the the absolutely smashed it last year. I would say Parkers and Blackman didn't hit the potential that we've seen before, but another year it's only going to help him. Ablett and then Freeman, I think they're two more riders who will really kick on this year. And then Freddie Hodder at the bottom end, of number six. Um, I don't think many people know too much about him, but again. He's, I think he's one of the riders for the future. Mm. So I, I don't see a weak point in that team. I seriously do not. So I I, I think that will help so all of them kick on. 
you've almost given your team prediction away for the season. I'm not saying where they'll come, <laughs> but uh, they'll be up there, you know, providing disasters don't strike. And Rob, what's, who do you see as topping the averages? And who do you, who's one to watch for you? Um, well, I think I, I think I tend to agree with with Jack Smith. Um, I think Bellevue. I think the Bellevue track is, is one. I, I, yeah, he's going to be scoring big points around Bellevue. He's ridden there many times. Um, he's definitely got home track sort of home track knowledge, home track advantage there. As long as he can, as long as he can back up those 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 home points with performances away. Um, I, I don't think he'd be too far off. Um, yeah, Dan Dan Jilks at, at Plymouth, I think he's you know he's, he's one to is definitely one to to look at to be top in the averages. Um, I haven't seen him ride too often. Um, I must admit I'm a bit of I'm, I'm not the most knowledgeable with my national league, but um, having seen Dan race in that in that pairs meeting in in, in Poland and do, and do pretty well, um, he's definitely one he's definitely one of the ones to watch as well. Um, yeah, I'd probably go either one of those two. I'd probably say Dan Jilks or, or Jack Smith would be my, my tip for the top, really. And who's who's your one to watch? Um, one to watch. Um, I mean, we, we're we going to look I probably Ben Morley at Kent. Um, I think he'd do pretty well. He's got experience in a higher league as well. Um, so I think he's he scored plenty of points too. Um, not Maybe not maybe not be the top average rider in the league, but um, I don't definitely think he'd be, he'd be scoring decent points for Kent. Mm. Um, I mean, for me, um, there's, there's quite a lot of names in this National League and that's what makes it exciting. I think every every team has got a genuinely high-scoring number one. Um, yeah. you, you look across, I mean, I know uh, Armadale, possibly Lawson, you've got Jack Smith, you've got Bickley, you've got Morley, you've got Botel, you've got the Thompsons. I'm I'm going to go a little bit out there, and I'm going to go for Ryan Kinsley at Mildon Hall. I think him and Jason Edwards forming a, a top two partnership um, at Mildon Hall will be strong, especially at Mildon Hall. Um, but I can see them going well away as well, um, and I, I can see them dominating quite a few 13 and 15s. Although Leicester Leicester aren't to be underestimated. Of course, the Thompson twins are. Uh, absolutely incredible for their age, um, and it's good to see. I think Dan's got a number eight spot at Wolverhampton, is it? The uh, name escapes me, but it's it's not Wolverhampton. Is it? it's, I think it's Sheffield. I think off the top of my head. I'm going to have to research. I should have researched this before, but um, yeah, Dan Thompson is number eight at Sheffield. Yeah. Oh, and Joe, sorry, Joe's a number eight at Wolverhampton, and then you've yeah. also got Dan Jokes at. Um, at Peterborough as well, so uh, there's some there's some good experience for these guys, and I know that they will value the experience, especially the Thompsons riding with people like uh, Sam Masters, Nick Morris. You've got Tom Dan Thompson riding with Craig Cook, Jack Holder. They're gonna they're gonna pass on valuable experience, and Dan Jilks at Peterborough. Well, there's not you, you don't get much more experience than this in that side there. So I know that they're gonna pass on and gain valuable. Uh, knowledge from them guys there but uh the one to watch for me and I've, I've mentioned this guy already is is going to be max perry um I, I just feel he's going to have a massive season this year and i'm gonna i'm gonna make a beeline to go and see him um whether it be a track local to me or whether i whether i go on my travels you never know i might even go up north to berwick and see you Kane. i don't live in scotland 
I didn't say you did. I didn't say you did. I'm just thinking of a track that's close to you. It's Berwick or Bellevue. Yeah, which track is close to me right now? Wellington is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, someone will have to send me a message to go and ride on our side. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, obviously, you bring up Northside. Um, some great things going on there. The track was was laid. Uh, Steve Lawson's heavily involved there. It's good to see a track being laid up at Northside. And it's, although it sounds bad, it's good to see progress with 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 stuff coming down at Swindon as well for you, Rob. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, just uh, to see some movement on the stadium, so we can get Speedway back to back to all of us for for at least 2023. It is looking good. Yeah, I mean, there's the, I think the jury's still out in terms of Speedway at Swindon. Um, yeah, I think uh, they've voted the old. I think a lot of away fans would be pleased that the back straight pillbox toilets have, have gone. They're they're gone. Um, a sad, sad loss to British Speedway. Yeah, mm. those back straight those back straight toilets at Swindon were something to behold. Um, but <laughs> yeah, the, the, it's. Yeah, there's there's building work ongoing. Um, I think there's more than just the the stadium behind the reason Swindon. Yeah, I think the jury's still out with Swindon come back. I want them to, and I think that's gonna make me happy. Then go back to the Abbey next season. But um, hopefully, hopefully we get um, the Robins come back and start winning things again. Mm. So, I think. Um... What we're going to do now is we've had a chat about the teams. Obviously, the predictions we've given our predictions about who's going to be who's going to be top of the pile. Not I think um, what would be a good idea now is if we well, what I first want to do is actually a couple of thank yous before I move into anything else. Um, one, uh, I just want to say a big thank you to Michael Carroll um, who has created the logo for our social media side of it so if you look on twitter and facebook and have a look at our pages you will see um the new logo and he's created that out of the goodness of his heart and i can't thank him enough for the work that he's done he, he created some lovely designs um so have a look at those and, and uh, for someone who does this as a hobby he's done a fantastic job on helping to promote us i don't know what yeah. you think no i was over the moon with it um I do a bit of graphics myself, but even I, I wouldn't say I could do better than that because what he did was I, I would pay money for that. And yeah, if he does want any money, I think he deserves it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I yeah, the the, the design to be sent over by someone that does it for a hobby was was really good. So um, if anyone needs anything whipping up, and um, I definitely definitely be going over to him for some for some graphics. It was well, yeah the. All the, the selection of ones he gave us were, were great. It was pretty difficult to choose between them, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I think we're all really happy with the one we have got. Yeah, yeah, I can't rate it highly enough. And uh, my second thank you is not more of a thank you. It's actually uh, it's, it's the birthday corner for us on the show. I just want to uh, wish, uh, I would say, a friend of the show, but we've only had one episode aired at the moment. But I'm sure he'll be listening again tomorrow. Um, a good friend of ours, Phil Steele from the Virtual Speedway Championship, celebrates his birthday tomorrow. Um, so I've, I've promised him a shout out. So happy birthday, Phil, for tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed the show again. Well, the question is, is it tomorrow or is it the well, day after the podcast is released? It'll be it'll be today. If if when they log on at eight o'clock to listen to us tomorrow, it will be today. Happy birthday, Phil. Happy birthday, Phil. So. Um, Thanks for joining us for this podcast. Um, any more questions from you guys or anything else you want to bring up? 
not 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 for me. I think I think we've we've covered it. I think um, yeah, I think we've covered everything we need to do. As I said, it's it's not. Um, I'm not the best with the national league, but I'm definitely going to make a, a big effort to go to as many national league meetings as I can this season and have a look at some of these young riders because I think some of them are really 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 good. I think this is possibly one of the most exciting seasons for the national league when you look at the riders on offer that are coming in, the ones that have moved down and the returning ones. It's it's a really wide open league and once we get the final teams in, it, it's going to be really hard to predict where everyone's finishing. Yeah. I can make agree. an argument for any team at the moment. Yeah, I think I, uh, they're so closely ranked, some of these teams in here. It's, it's difficult. It's going to be difficult for us to predict, but we'll save that for another day. So thanks for coming on back on the show, guys. Enjoyed it again. What we're going to do now is something very special again. We've got our first guest on the show, um, and I'm delighted he's agreed to come on. He's the first of many guests, but we're going to be going over to speak with Alfie Botel about his career to date and also about his predictions for next season, as well as some quick-fire questions for you. So we're now going to move over to Alfie. Uh, thanks for joining us on this show, and hopefully you've enjoyed it, and you'll come back for episode three next week, which will be the championship preview. Well, I'm uh, delighted to say, um, uh, on our, what is only our second-ever podcast, uh, we're joined by a guest this evening, Um Obviously, with the National Development League preview, it would only be right that we invite uh, one of the top riders from the National Development League. And I'm delighted to say we're joined by Alfie Botel tonight. How are we doing, Alfie? Yeah, all good. Thank you, mate. Yeah, it's a pleasure to uh, get involved. Lovely. And uh, just massive thanks from all three of us, really, for joining us on the show. It is it's something massive for us that we've only just started and we've been able to get a rider on the show. So, So thanks very much for coming on. Obviously, um, you're going to be riding for the Kent Royals in the um, National Development League this year. Um, we, we, I was going to touch on the fact that you were going to ride for the Plymouth Gladiators again in the championship as well. And uh, I was just going to park that for a little bit just because we're, we're focusing on the National Development League. But we will we will talk about that. So just yeah. to begin with, Alfie, um, obviously, your, your career started, uh, I believe, in 2015 at Rye House in the National League. Uh, before moving on to Mildenhall in 2016. Um, you, you were 18 when I started, you believe. Um, what, what first got you into Speedway? Because 18 is quite, quite, in terms of Speedway now, quite old to be to be joining the fold. So were you in, what got you interested? Was there grass track involved? Uh, no, basically, um, well, I'd done motocross when I was a kid from when I was... Uh, I don't know when I could walk pretty much. My dad had me on a motorbike and um, I started on my first race when I was uh, six. And then I'd done that until I was about 14, 15. And um, like, I was pretty decent at motocross. I had a few crashes, sort of like most people. And um, uh, one thing led to another sort of and like parents sort of got divorced. Sort of. They're just sort of like, it was quite an expensive sport. So that's sort of like one of the reasons why sort of like fizzled out and I had a pretty big crash I broke my back as well so that was like one major factor that sort of stopped my motocross career and then um but then uh, I went uh go-karting at Rye House one like just one weekend with my mates for one of his birthdays and uh I heard like motorbikes going on but I'd never really heard of Speedway and um just walked sort of my mates were like well, what's that and I, I sort of it's pretty interesting. Mate walked over there and it was just like a training day and um, got talking to this old guy. I like, walked up into the stands and just watching. And um, 
literally this guy, old boy, uh, Len Silva, which I didn't know. Obviously, I didn't have a clue who it was. I didn't know he was anything involved. Um, basically, I got chatting to him, and then one thing led to another. Um, I was down there the next Sunday for like the um, what they call the, the what they call tryout day, like a ride and slide day, where you just sort of turn up and ride. And um, I've sort of done a few laps, sort of thing, and um, uh, like one thing led to another. I ended up getting my own bike. Um, like just before the season sort of thing about January I think it was I can't remember probably about January sort of time obviously it's muddy and that and then I sort of, it got introduced to uh, Andrew through Lynn and I basically had got offered a team spot for that year and I'd only rode a bike like handful of times sort of thing so that's, that's pretty much how it sort of started with the help of Andrew and um, Lynn Silver so it was uh, pretty pretty crazy how it all started yeah, so uh, obviously with with the with the the motorsport background, uh, I suppose speed, did Speedway come naturally to you, um, uh, especially coming from motorsport? Yeah, no, like uh, from motorsport, like, sorry. Yeah, they could tell I could ride it. I could had like the throttle control and could like do a start. It was just getting round, like getting the actual slide on was obviously it's all a bit backwards. Speedway is like different to any every other motorsport. I mean, everything's backwards. You turn turn like right to turn left you accelerate to slow down like this like the back wheel spinning and it's just all a bit um a bit different and that's for sure but uh yeah so it's uh just through uh they just sort of noticed i could ride a bike and len was pretty helpful introduced me to andrew and then one thing led to another really that's brilliant that and 2017 um it actually saw you move on to lake lakeside and uh as they dropped down to the national league and you yourself, you, you you've you formed a strong middle order with um, Paul Hurry. Now, I mean, you you three here are, are quite a bit younger than me, and I remember Paul Hurry um, as a King Glen rider actually um, back in the day. But what's it like? And I'm going to throw a few names into these other riders that you've now rode in, uh, rode with, such as Paul Hurry, um, Bjarni Pedersen, Jason Crump. These are the sort of guys. What sort of advice did they give you? Particularly oh, Pedersen and Crump last year and Paul Hurry when you were first starting out as well. Yeah, Paul Paul was great to ride with. Like he he helped he helped me score a lot of points that year for sure. Like he because I like everyone like we knew I could make a start. It was just the rest of it I'd struggle with. So um, and I've always been pretty decent, like pretty aggressive in the first term. So that always helped me out a bit. Um, and then he basically was like, get get to that. Uh, get to the position, like get to the first or second and Paul would be like, just don't worry about it, I'll cover you. And he would, there'd be me going absolutely, like uh, absolutely flat out around the boards at um, Lakeside, just trying to hold on for four laps and he'd just be on the curb, on tick over, just watching me just hang, like, hang on for dear life really for four laps and uh, help it just be in a roadblock really. So <laughs> uh, he, he just, uh, he helped me out a lot and then, like, uh, just with like the point scoring wise, he did help me a bit on the um, like everyone sort of chipped in obviously with the bikes up and that, but I've never really met anyone that's helped me as much as probably Bjarne this year, uh, yeah. on like bike setup and just knowledge of sort of what you do on different tracks. Really, I learned quite a lot of him this year to be honest, uh, last season. Sorry, I looking at looking at your i mean it's only really struck me as i'm looking at it now you, you you've rode for teams on some very technical tracks uh, uh rye house mildenhall lakeside eastbourne 
Plymouth. Yeah, you, I've done you, Newcastle you, as well. That's a tra- tricky one. In, uh, that was my first um, championship spot the last few months. Of Newcastle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a... Uh, uh, is, it the te- is, it, is it the technical side you like? Do you, do you prefer them to the big wide open spaces? Do you know what? It's just never, like, the chances never really like occurred on a big track yet, to be honest. Um, just sort of hasn't panned out that way. I'd like to, don't be wrong, I'd love to have a go at riding on the, one of the bigger tracks. Um, but it's just, I, I enjoy them. I, I prefer going fast, you know what I mean? Other than turning the bike inside out. That was always what I used to struggle with. Like when I first started, but now I feel like I need to get on a bigger track. So like this year, I'm like I've, I'm, I speak to Bjarne a lot, and I'm sending the equipment over to Denmark just to try and get some meetings abroad. Oh, lovely! And obviously that will teach me to ride the bigger tracks, just because, like, surely, just because the um, like the opportunity ain't come to us in England, sort of thing with a big track. So it's uh, yeah, it's a bit bit unfortunate really, but I'd like to uh, ride for a club with a big track. It just sort of never really worked out that way. Oh, right. And that's, 2018 looked like um, you could almost see it as uh, a breakthrough year for you, although you averaged well in 2017. Um, and I don't. This is gonna. This is gonna probably bring up some bad memories for you now. But um, you and you and Ben Morley forming a, a strong partnership and and you elevating yourself to that number one position in the National League. Um, unfortunately, you lost out in the National League Riders Championship to Ben. Um, but, yeah, but, I had a crack that one. <laughs> but, but you had a fantastic season. You averaged nine, nearly nine, nine point three, and you also managed to get into the semi-finals of the British Under Twenty Foot One final at Berwick, which had, I mean, that had riders such as Robert Lambert and Dan Booley in it. So, did you see t- 2018 as a big year for you? Yeah, no. Like considering how that year started for me, which I didn't have a team spot. Um, I did. I think I only. And I got a team spot, I think, about three weeks before the season. So I went through that whole winter, like, phoning round um, and didn't get a team spot. Uh, so it was pretty, like, that year started pretty rough, really. I was, like, stressing a lot, to be honest. And then all of a sudden, probably a few months into the season, I got, I was riding for, I think that was that, yeah, I rode for Cradley, Isle of Wight and Lakeside. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, um, you got a team spot at Lakeside in the championship uh, when uh, they had to get rid of Max Clegg due to a, a problem with the averages. I think. Oh, that's what. Yeah, so I didn't even have a national league spot until probably a few months into the season. So I got a championship spot, but not a national league mm, spot. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that year, I think just because it was my busiest year, like before that, I'd never really rode more than once or twice a week, and. Um, Obviously, because I started late, I had other things. I was, I didn't have a van, just like the normal stuff. I was still in college. I was doing my plumbing in college in college in the week. I just didn't have, just didn't sort of. Um, I could only ride when I was racing, really. So it was quite quite tough. But that year when I actually rode a lot, had my own van and it got organised properly. It properly it, it did show that like, I was improving, scoring everywhere I went, and uh, like it was yeah, it was good. I think my average I signed for Isle of Wight on a. I think it might have been a five, and then within the first averages changes, I went from a number five from five point at a I yeah, think, well, yeah. Just a nine or eight. I don't know. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. So and was, uh, yeah, and then in, in 2019 you moved uh, to Eastbourne in the championship. Um, you scored solidly, 3.1 reserve, I believe it was. But again, you were riding with experienced riders. I think uh, that was the year Edward Kennett was there, weren't it? What's yeah. 
so that was a tough year for me that one to be honest like i i personally i like i felt I felt like I wrote, I handled the situation like well because I've, I actually signed them as a reserve. Yeah. Um, it comes to Preston practice and they gave me the uh, number three, um, like on my kettle, my suit. Um, yeah. It said number three and I, I was like, ah, oh, mate, like what's going on here? That like, I was me and Louis Kerr and yeah. I was at number three and he was at number four all year. And obviously I signed for them at number six, uh, as a number six or seven. So I was pretty, uh, I was thrown in at the deep end there, I think. And, like just to sort of keep in that main body of the team for so long, I thought I'd done pretty well. Yeah, it was a solid and, season. Yeah, yeah, and then towards the last sort of averages come out, and for the just before the Northern tour of that one, and um, I went to reserve, and literally I went I went to Newcastle, and uh, that's when I smashed my knee up. I, I clipped Max Gregg's back wheel, and uh, went straight into the fence, and uh, I uh, snapped my I snapped. What I do, my my patella, I dislocated my patella and uh, the ligaments like come apart. So I had to have that was my season done. Mm. So I didn't finish that year. So it was um had to have knee op and keyhole surgery and that that year. So that was pretty rough. But yeah, so that was that that was a pretty. I was pretty gutted to be fair because I was like, oh, I'm back at reserve. Should score some points. Yeah, and then, that, that happened. So it was pretty rough. Unfortunate timing, as as was obviously we all know the the following season with COVID destroying the season, but where I, I believe Plymouth brought you in as number one uh, for 2020. Yeah. Obviously it didn't happen, but then in 2021 bought a place in the championship with Plymouth, um, and as I said before, riding with riders with such as Bjarni Pedersen and Jason Crump, you again you've upped your average, um, and showing some real promise, I think. Yeah, no, I definitely had a good year last year. Like even. Like I think, uh, I think I put a couple points. I'm not sure what my average started on last year, but I think I nearly put two points on my average, which is yeah. pretty decent. And um, like just the f- things I've learned, like like when I said off the bike, I mean like we've set up bike, like just in the workshop, like off of them, off of Bjarne, Crumpy, uh, mostly Bjarne to be fair. Like he was a he was a real help to be honest and. Just, I feel like that just has brought me on more than sort of I even know in a way. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to get my bikes ready, like I've, I spend a lot of time with um, Andrew Silver now. Like he comes helps me in the workshop and stuff. He's quite local to me, and uh, hopefully he's a bit better this year because he was quite ill last year. And uh, yeah, no, I see. I feel like we've just bikes it up. I'm in a better position now than I've ever been as well, to be honest, for this year. So that's right. pretty- perfect. And then. I've been moving on to this year. Uh, I think all three of us have got a a posing question for you. You, You've made the switch to um, Kent in the National Development League um, while staying with Plymouth in the Championship. Um, And again, you've got experienced riders, Hans Anderson, Kenneth, Michael Palm-Toft with you. But um, just interested to know whether it was a numbers game, the switch to, to Kent in the National League while staying with Plymouth. Why not Plymouth in the National League as well? Uh kind of like it was all yeah it's a numbers game really I think I was sort of um like don't be wrong I, I I'm happy I'm, I'm really happy I'm in the National League because I just I feel like the busier I am as a rider um the, the better it is for me sort of thing that just more more meetings more time on bike it just makes it all around more comfortable when you get back on the bike mm. but um, yeah no the, I don't know it's a weird one that because sort of I was half expecting to be at Plymouth in National League if they was to get accepted into the league. Yeah. And then one thing led to another and 
that I wasn't in the team. So it was, uh, I think my average plays a big part to that because I've got a pretty rough average. You know what I mean, National League, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's quite high average. They'd probably take up a bit more than they can. Yeah. They could fit me in. So, yeah, no, so it was weird, weird one with, um, with uh, getting in at Kent, really, because I was thinking about calling them and then all of a sudden I had the phone call. So it was, uh, like, it wasn't till that long ago, really, literally just before they announced me. So it was quite recent as well. So I suppose they was a bit uncertain with getting a team together of where, where they was going to be running from. We've obviously coming out of Iowa now. So it's a bit yeah. all, all new. But yeah, no, so just sort of just a phone call and that was it. It was I was pretty easy to deal with, I think. We'd, like we had a deal sorted within within a day or two. So it was, yeah, no, I'm, I think it'd be good for me just riding local as well. So when we drive, like it's going to be quite nice just driving down an hour down or 45 minutes down the road to uh, ride on a Sunday rather yeah. than six, five, six hours to Plymouth. And just looking at the Kent Royals team for next year, um, obviously they've, they've made a lot of changes this year. I think um, there's only actually, I don't think anyone's returned from last year, but you're reunited with Ben Morley again at Kent. What, how do you rate Kent's chances in the league this year? Uh, you know what, I, I feel like we've, we should do all right. I mean, I feel like once we get dialed in, I haven't been to Iwed since I first, in a few years, since I first started Speedway, like since 2016 probably. Was for like the last time I went, maybe recent. No, probably like in 2016, 2017. I probably last time I went there. I remember it being a, quite a tricky little track, and I spoke to a couple of my mates, and they're like, they go, "Cool, that's that's gonna be a, like that'll be decent once you get like settled in down there." So I feel like we'll have a home track advantage, which is always good. Um, so yeah, I feel like we, as long as we win our home matches, I feel like we can't go wrong. Hopefully. Um, yeah, no, I feel like we should do all right. Definitely playoffs, that's the aim. Good, good. And, and obviously, uh, you, you're probably aware, or I would imagine you're aware of the fixtures now. First up, March the 29th, away to Plymouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty mad. I think my press and practice is a couple of days before, so I might stay up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, so uh, that's that's pretty mad, really. So that should be a good, so, yeah, a bit of pressure on my shoulders for that one against some teammates, because I've got, um, we've got Henry, we've got um, uh, Dan, what's his name? We rode for Kent last year. Dan Gilks. Um, yeah, Dan Gilks. Yeah. He's, riding, he's riding in the National League. I don't know who else they've got. Who's their third heat leader? Um, Richard Andrews. Oh, uh, they got, yeah, they got Richard. I like yeah. that. Right, so, yeah, no, so, oh, it'd, be, it'd be fun, wouldn't it? So, that'd be cool. So, yeah, out of all the meetings, that would be the first one, I suppose. Get that one yeah. over. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's pretty cool looking at that. Nice, and I'll bring in Kane and Rob now because I know they will have some questions for you now. So I'll, I'll hand the mantle over to them so they can uh, they can spring you some surprises. Yeah, cool. I'll let you go first, Rob. Um, yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna what sort of um, obviously yeah the obvious question is what 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 are your sort of ambitions in speedway? You know, every every rider's gonna have the same ambition of being the best they can possible world champ. But what say in the next two three years or so where, where where do you want to be is that is, is it premiership is it or um yeah, where, yeah. Do you, where do you sort of want to be really in the next couple two or three years yeah i'd like to um i'd definitely like to be in top league in england that's that's for sure like um 100 like hopefully i want to get as few guests like my, my goal last year was to get a guest book in or something in the top league and i, I managed to get one um but 
like that's my goal, obviously, to get in top league in UK. And um, I just want to, uh, I want to try in the next couple of years. I'd like, like for next season, I'd like to get a team sort abroad, like no matter what country it is. I miss out on like try like the under twenty four thing in Poland because I just, well, I literally was twenty five last weekend, so yeah. I miss out on that. Um, but. I'd like to just get a ball so the team spot in Denmark maybe or hopefully after this year if I get my name out there a bit it might help um, so yeah just just to actually sort of ride be riding like a lot like most days of the week sort of thing I just, and just getting better on better and more experience on the big tracks that's sort of one of their main aims yeah I suppose with the, with the big track sort of thing Poland's a Poland's a main I, I can't really think off the top of my head of a Polish track that's not being quite an open really but I, there's quite a few quite a few British riders I think there's a few that's got the under 24 spots so yeah so, no, it's, it's a bit unfortunate that they've brought that in this year I suppose really isn't it yeah I, I feel like I've had I've had it hard really but no it's um I missed out on that I missed out on the uh like Joe the team GB stuff they do now yeah I missed out on all of that so I've, I've started I started speedway a couple of years well no I'm, I'm two years too old basically I think so it's a bit well yeah well, so I missed out on all the um like the training days and stuff that they all get, so it's a bit unfortunate, but it is what it is. So yeah, but, but yeah, no, that's my aim. So hopefully, just become like a bit of an international rider instead of just uh, up and down the country sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there any? Have you been to any? Have you been to any of the, any tracks abroad in other you know, Sweden, Denmark? Uh, Poland, I've raced. I've done. Uh, I've done a race in Germany. Um, like Neil Vatra sorted out for Team GB uh, the year before COVID. What was that? Eastbourne year, so 2019. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed that. Actually done quite well, so that was good. Um, but yeah, no. So other than that, I, I go to Macron each year as well in France. But I'm going there next month, COVID permitting, hopefully. But um, yeah, so I go to Macron each year, and that's a big track like, to get just a time on the bike at the start of the season so other than that I haven't really I've gone to Poland to watch a GP um, yeah other than that I haven't I went to Denmark at the end of last year for Biani's final lap meeting oh just yeah, to, yeah. yeah just, just to watch that one but uh, I didn't ride but yeah no that that's where hopefully I want to try ride this year that's when I'm going to try get some bike time in so I'm going over there mid-March to get some bike time in on the bigger tracks oh, um, mid-April mid sorry yeah yeah, perfect. Um, well, I'm going to save. Well, most of the questions I've got are for the uh, the quick fire ten. I'm going to fling at you towards the end. So I'll let um, I'll let Kane come in for the uh, for the next. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So riding with Kent this season, um, it's a pretty good team. You have got the a strong top two of you and Ben. Um, but with the other five, do you think there's anyone that fans need to keep an eye on for a big season? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um. Oh, to be honest, what's his, uh, I can't think of his name, the guy that was on the Isle of Wight. Uh, Dano? Uh, no, no, oh, the Dano, obviously. Oh, Dano, Dano, uh, Chris Watts, maybe. Yeah, Chris Watts, I feel like Chris yeah. Watts had a good year, because he was decent on the island, and um, I know he's, I think he's, uh, I know he's pretty, um, like, he's got some decent equipment under him, which always helps, so I feel like he'll he'll have a good year. Um, I remember him from the island, and when I when I was out riding for him over there, and I reckon he'll have a good season. And then Dano, Dano definitely, he'll be consistent. Yeah, I mean, I, I do agree. I think the middle order for Kent have a, quite a lot of potential with Joe in there as well. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. we got Joe Olcock, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, yeah. No, I see what 
he's got some good equipment and he's got some good boys behind him, I think. So I think he's actually good mates with Max Clegg. Um, so I think he'll, uh, yeah, he'll be he'll he'll be one to uh, one to watch as well. I think. So I feel like, yeah, I think we should have. It's definitely a team with a lot of potential in it. Yeah, I think that's for sure. Yeah, especially once you're as well. Yeah, Sam as well. He's like he if he pops out the start, um, I've seen him win a few decent races. It's a bit like his brother as well. So like they're they're decent gators. They've got good equipment, and no, I think it'll be everyone will be pretty. If we're all firing, I think we should should win most matches. Fingers crossed. Definitely. That that's really the only question I had. Um, the others were stolen. Robin, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, no, with me and Ben as well, I think um, like as long as because I, I I get on well with Ben. Ben's quite local to me as well. He lives yeah. like 20 minutes half hour from me. I feel I think it'd be good for uh, like that was one of the reasons because I see I knew Ben was there. That was one of the reasons why actually I was like oh yeah Ben would yeah, be be quite a decent laugh as well. Like it's, I get on well with him and uh, be good to ride with him again. So I think as long as us two like sort of do our part as well score up at least our averages sort of thing and um like take win win the heats we should win like the heat 13s and 15s i think should be good oh for sure yeah uh, but yeah should we um should we move over to rob then with his um what we'll do is um move on to his quick fire questions um again Alfie, none of these are, are difficult. It's uh, personal preference, but please pay attention, close attention to the last question, and um, right. it, it, that, that that will decide who you upset. So that's yeah, there's a, there's a lot of personal. Yeah, there's a lot of personal pride. Oh, yeah, there's a personal pride riding on the last question, so you can have to. Uh, yeah, you'll have to answer that one pretty well. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. The questions aren't aren't anything too 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 difficult so um we'll uh we'll get cracking if you're ready yeah yeah all good perfect okay so uh question number one favorite food uh favorite food probably um i don't know steak steak and eggs <laughs> oh i can i can undo that um favorite track so far sorry favorite track track um speed favorite spirit track you know i, I like right house Unfortunately, it's gone, but that's probably my favourite track I've ever rode so far. Perfect. Uh, number three, uh, sport if you weren't racing speedway? Uh, motocross, supercross. Perfect, OK. Uh, number four, um, I didn't actually get an answer from Nathan or Kane for this one earlier, but uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel or DC? Uh, do you know what, as in like Marvel? Yeah, it's in the films or the comics, yeah. Uh, probably Marvel, I don't know, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that was a bad question. No oh, convincing yeah. that answer. He doesn't. He doesn't watch Marvel, Rob. Yeah, it's just, do you know what? I don't know what DC is. What is DC? Yeah, <laughs> it's a terrible question. <laughs> DC, DC's like Batman and Superman. So. And then Marvel's what? What's Marvel then? Um, Spy, Spider-Man, um, Iron Man, that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, I'll do Marvel then. Fair enough. That's probably <laughs> answer, to be fair. Um, favorite. <laughs> That question's being removed after this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I might have to switch that one up, maybe. Uh, number five, um, favourite speedway rider uh, now or in the past? Um, Excluding yourself, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, I, if I said myself, then I'd, I'd like a bit of a, bit of a donut. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, favourite speedway rider? Probably, 
but to watch probably smiles at you know he's pretty mad he's crazy on a bike to watch but yeah. to, be, to be like um probably like greg hancock woofy like boys yeah. yeah yeah okay um number six uh favorite speedway moment so far uh favorite speedway moment um bloody hell uh what's that probably mm. i winning my first um my first race in the championship for newcastle and then pulling a wheelie and crashing so uh <laughs> yeah that was that's my favorite and worst moment all in one <laughs> That's brilliant, mate. It's brilliant. Yeah, um, I done a wheelie in my shock snaps as I as I pulled it, <laughs> and uh, I was wheelie just staring at my shock, thinking, "Oh no!" <laughs> I come down, I went straight over the handlebars. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was the best and worst moment. I mean, it's that that fits in both pretty well, to be fair. <laughs> um, number seven, your 2022 world champ. Ooh, um, I reckon Laguta again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't, from last week's show. I don't think he was put down Laguna to win last week. I don't no, have a quick flick through. No, two of us. Flick and one for Emil. So yeah, Emil maybe, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like Laguna's like he's got the confidence now. I don't know. I feel like he's uh, and he's definitely got the equipment. I re- I reckon. I don't know. I reckon. God, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> No, it's, it's difficult to pick now before the season started. I think so yeah. any of the guys that are on later on, I'll have half a season to look at. So I reckon um, they'll have all new stuff. By the time the second round comes around, he'll be back on his last year's motors. Yeah. yeah. That's what I reckon. That's what I reckon half of them end up doing. Like they all get all new stuff, can't get it going, and then bang, they get the last year's stuff out. Like <laughs> it works, works a treat. Yeah. yeah, that's what I reckon. Okay. Um, great. Favourite McDonald's milkshake flavour? Uh, vanilla. In my opinion, I think you know, chocolate was the right answer, but we'll, we'll take vanilla. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question nine: PlayStation or Xbox? Um, do you know what? I don't have. I don't have. Well, actually, I own an Xbox, but I don't. I haven't played it since. Well, no, I don't even own the new one. I don't play it. I don't even got it set up in my house. I don't even have one set up to be honest. So I have an Xbox, but it's been in a box since I moved. That's oh, another question getting removed. Then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, often nobody has as much time as I do, clearly, on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last question, the all important one uh, Swindon Robins, Kings and Stars, or Workington Comets? What, who would I ride for? As in. Or you just, just prefer club, which one? Just If you had to pick one. Swindon. Any reason. That's- but Swindon, because that's who um, gave my first chance at, in the top league. See? Well, perfect answer. That we're is we're a bang ended, on. We're in the cool there, aren't we? Yeah, they have an advocate now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just writing that down. That's 1-0 for Swindon. Perfect. Loving life. Yeah. That was, really, that, was, that was the year Doyley was there as well. So I was, that was pretty mad getting changed. Yeah, I... I was thinking to myself the other day, I thought, I, I swear, I'm pretty sure he did a guest fucking for Swindon, and I I can vaguely remember it, but yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, I was... right, like, that was, I couldn't believe it, after that meeting, cool, I was, I was so happy, <laughs> I think I, scored, <laughs> I think I actually scored a couple of points, I think I scored about three or four points, it's pretty, I was well happy after that, yeah, but, um, but yeah, I don't know, I might have got gifted one, I'm not sure, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'll take it. 
perfect yeah thanks very much mate yeah that's that's the end of your 10 uh what that was that was the last one so what what's the um who's a who's a who supporter well i'm a swindon fan as you probably guessed um nathan's a kingsland fan and kane well was a workington fan i probably should say i was a swindon fan unless of course they come out next season but kane's a workington fan so i wasn't going to bring up 2018 but you didn't pick us so you know (laughs) i'm I'm i remember riding at workington um, I think it was the last meeting they ever done, and the track was freezing halfway. Yeah, in, in I couldn't feel my toes that night. Uh, I, I rode in ski gloves. <laughs> <laughs> we, we was all sharing. Uh, we was all, who was it? Nick Morris had some ski gloves, and I think who else? I think we was all sh- end up sharing the ski gloves. So it was, <laughs> it was that cold. Is that right, right? Just right? Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. But yeah, nice. I like that place though. To be fair. There's, it was either like ridiculously gripping or frozen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was pretty cool. I'll say that's one one then, Rob. You picked Lurkin's track. <laughs> that's that's me well behind already. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not normal for Kingsland, so Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um I think that probably wraps it up um for this evening then and um so all that's left for us to say I think Alfie is um all the best for next season. I'm sure we're, we're all going to be keeping a keen eye on you next year. And uh, me, me, Kane and Rob have all discussed about coming to see some National League fixtures this season. So um, maybe we'll come down and watch you at a track. So thanks yeah, for joining us tonight, Alfie. Um, it's much appreciated from all of us and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. I'll speak to you later. All the best. Cheers, Alfie. Thanks very much, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Mate. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.